0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I want to dedicate this show to my blue heron. I know it's kind of funny to say that, but here's what happened. For the last two years, there's a beautiful, elegant, tall blue heron, which I call Mr. Blue, uh, on my property here in the Midwest. And there's a pond and a lake, and he goes swimming and he hides. And then a couple of days ago, I, I noticed that you know his right wing was broken. But of course, you know, I tried to get to get closer to him and see what happened, he ran away because he's and now he's gone and missing. And I hope he's okay, you know. And uh, it's funny because of course it's wildlife, so you know, and he went into the woods and I don't know where he is now, but I hope Mr. Blue is okay. <laughs> that that is a kind of funny way to start the relationship, right? Me and Mr. Blue, my pal. Anyway, back to you. You call that next. You have a question for me about you love life? 855 905 8255.
0: Bonjour, Whitney. Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Whitney. What's going on? How can I help you?
0: Okay, so I met my boyfriend right before um, quarantine, and we spent most of, um, you know, quarantine together. And he's only really mm-hmm. seen me in my like, quarantine clothes. Um, but now that everything's opening up and we're going back out again, he's really stressing about my wardrobe and he's also stressing the fact that like i'm a reflection of him mm-hmm. and so he's very concerned with what i wear and so i'm not sure if that's like a red flag or not
1: that's kind of strange thing to say what like are you he thinks please does he think you dress too risky what's his what's the deal
0: um i mean i dress Like, short shorts, I guess he thinks they're too short. And then, you know, I do have some half tops. Honestly, I mean, I am, like, 40, so he's probably a little... Maybe a little right on the dressing too young. But, like, I feel like if he likes me, I don't think that it should be such an issue with him. But he's, like, really concerned about what the public thinks now that we're going out places. And he wants me to look fancy and
1: preppy. and It's kind of me. Right. Well... How do you feel about that?
0: I feel like he should just let me dress the way I want to dress, but it's really stressing me out because I feel like, you know, I don't want him to be embarrassed to me.
1: Yeah, maybe it makes you feel like, you know, he doesn't like you the way you are.
0: Yeah, I don't want to change. I'm I'm fine the way I am. <laughs> Is it like mm-hmm. a red flag?
1: Well... Yes, I mean, if if you think of a partner that makes that stresses you out, it is definitely a red flag. And then you got to ask this question to yourself: Why in the world would you want to go out with a guy who um, stresses you out?
0: Uh, that's very true. I see it that way.
1: <laughs> I mean, so you know what to do. I would, I would. I mean, if I were you, and not date a guy who stresses me out, I would just, I would say, listen, buddy, that's it. And then go with a guy who makes you feel easy, breezy, safe, welcome, and and just. The way you are and, and the way you dress—that's—I it, I think it's super important, actually, to be with somebody who is at ease with you. If they're not, then it's their problem, and they gotta go.
0: Right, right.
1: So, that's that. All right. So, you know, <laughs> it's time to say au revoir to this dude.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Man. <laughs> Thank you so
0: much
1: for that. Anytime, Whitney. Thank you for calling, and have a good night. Thank you. You too. Coming up, I'm gonna go to my email and help Jonathan who has a question about his boyfriend, and that's next. So Jonathan sent me an email at rendezvous.com saying, Bonjour Simon, my boyfriend asked me to delete my social media because he said it makes him too jealous. I don't wanna do that, but I know if I don't, his jealousy will be a problem for us. So what should I do? Hmm, good point. What should you do if your partner asks you to delete your social media because it makes them too jealous? I'll answer that next. Question for you. If you were dating somebody very jealous and they would say, listen, you got to delete your social media because it makes me too jealous. Do you think you should? Well, listen, jealousy, in my opinion, is a disease, honestly. And you don't want to be the victim of this jealousy. So I would say no. I said, Jonathan, I would say to, to your boyfriend, I said, no way. Listen, go see a shrink and work on your jealousy. Jealousy is a form of hate, understand? It's not a form of love. It's a disguised form of possession. But jealousy creates bad things, as you can imagine, from aggression, tyranny, sometimes violence, and many other things, early forms of abuse. So um, stay away from jealous people. That's my advice. And if somebody tells you what to do, unless you like it, tell them to go back to the kitchen and, I don't know, cook some chocolate mousse or whatever they like to do. Just don't let jealousy creep in your relationship like this. That's too controlling. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sarah.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Sarah. What's going on?
0: Okay, so I started dating a guy about, it's been almost five months. Um, Mm -hmm. It feels like it's going really well. But, um, five months in, he only calls me once a week at the end of the, like usually on a, on a Friday. So he doesn't call me during the week at all. And Mm -hmm. it just makes me feel like there's, I don't know, he's holding back. There's some, I don't know. It just makes me feel weird. And then we see each other usually Mm -hmm. on the weekends, but, um, he doesn't call me until then.
1: Mhm. How long this has been going on?
0: Um it's I'd say since the beginning of our dating experience. Um we started dating and then probably about like 5 dates in, we, you know, had ooh la la happened uh-huh. and then um huh. he didn't call me for 10 days after that. And finally he did call me um and now it's just he does call regularly but he doesn't he only calls like once a week
1: does he text no and you don't mind that
0: um i kind of do i mean i would prefer to be um in person like connecting but i i also just feel like there's just no contact unless i'm with him and it just makes me feel disconnected
1: also it makes you feel like he doesn't care about you because the least he could do if he cared is to say every day, how are you doing, honey, or oh, babe, or whatever. Yeah, the fact that he doesn't exactly. do that bothers me. Th- that's, yeah. it, it's more than that than the phone call. I mean, some people don't like to call, but the, right. the fact, Sarah, that he doesn't care enough about you to say every day, you know, hi, Sarah, or oh, babe, or, how are you doing? How's your day? How? Exactly. At least once a day. And you don't have to put up with this. You have to leave this guy. I mean, I'll be honest, it's too late. You can't tell a guy what to do, a or girl, or whoever. It's in them. They care or they don't care. Mm-hmm. And you have to put your rules. And I don't see why you would diminish yourself to a point of just, you know, accepting the unacceptable. So I'm sorry, sir. I said this guy's got to go.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, I know. It doesn't feel good. So um, I appreciate that very much.
1: You're, you're most welcome. Remember, you've got to protect your dignity. And your mm-hmm. dignity has rules and we can't break them. And if somebody can say, how you doing, babe, once a day, he just simply doesn't care about your well-being. And then you ask okay. yourself, but why would I want to stay with a guy who doesn't care about me like that? Right?
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank you, Simon. I really appreciate it.
1: You're welcome. And another one bite the dust, as we say. <laughs> Bye, Simon. <laughs> you take care. Bye-bye, Sarah. So what do you think is the bare minimum like of communication once you're in a relationship. But let's talk about that next. So if you're in a relationship, what is the bare minimum about communication and all that? What is the minimum you should expect? So first and foremost, and I give no breaks on that, if you date somebody, you know, after the ooh-la-la, let's say, not even exclusive, and then I not reach out to you once a day, just to say, hey, what's up, everything's okay, they don't care about you. So I say after the ooh if somebody cares, they will naturally, not because you have to ask them, they will reach out to you. I know some people prefer phone calls, but this is sadly, in my opinion, being obsolete. The new generation doesn't like phone calls. They text, DM, stuff like that, so get used to it, because the phone calls, as you know, is very rare. But not texting, unacceptable. There's another thing that I want to share with you, which I think is the bare minimum when you're in a relationship when it comes to communication. Coming up next. So once you're in a relationship, what is the bare minimum when it comes to communication? I said, A, a text a day. What's up? How are you, babe? Honey? Whatever. If, if, if you receive is nothing during the day at all for 24 hours, the person doesn't really care. And I'm talking about after the ulala, after there's some... Not at the beginning because but you don't even have to be exclusive. It's not something that it's like a law it's just like it shows the person you know cares about you they want to know if you had a good day. The second thing is once you're really exclusive and in a relationship it's to not forget birthdays, Valentine's Days, anniversaries. I'm, I'm serious. I've heard too many of you calling me saying he or she forgot my birthday or anniversary, Valentine's Day. what do I do? So let's be clear, if you're somebody in an exclusive relationship, the communication when it comes to birthdays, Valentine's Day, anniversaries, celebrations, whatever, don't forget them. Because if you do, it shows what? You don't care. All right? That's the two things. Call the next. If you want to share something romantic that has happened to you, call my show, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Chana.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Shoshana. Um, I know you have a romantic story you would like to share about you and your boyfriend. I'm all ears.
0: I do. Um, So my boyfriend was gone all of last year during COVID. He was on a tour of duty overseas, and it was really hard. And he just got back, and we had this road trip planned for his return. And so we rented an RV and drove through the Southwest for seven days. And it had been like four days in the RV, and... We left the Grand Canyon, which I was kind of bummed about because it was really you know, awesome, and I'd never been there. But we drove up to Horseshoe Bend, and we got out and we hiked and got up to Horseshoe Bend, like the actual Horseshoe Bend, at Sunset. And then he mm-hmm. got down on one knee and proposed to me at Sunset at Horseshoe Bend, wow. and it was the most beautiful moment, and... um you know, I was mad at him though because I was like, I don't look good because I haven't showered in four days. But it was also <laughs> the sweetest thing and amazing.
1: Listen, uh, congratulations! How did that make you feel?
0: Oh, amazing! It was so wonderful, and I was so excited. I had to call my sister right away and and then tell the rest of my family. But it was. It was just amazing. And I'm a photographer, so I took a bunch of pictures of it, and it's so beautiful.
1: (laughs) Congratulations. Really beautiful story. Thank you so much for sharing that engagement story, and I wish both of you a very long life of happiness together.
0: Thank you, Simon.
1: Coming up, I'm going to go help Abby's because she has a question about her family and her boyfriend. That's next. You have a question 24-7. Leave me a voicemail. I play it on air. And I'll answer on there, just like for Abby's. Take a listen.
0: Bonjour, Simon. My name is Abby, and I've been dating this guy for two years. And I love him. I think he's my soulmate. Um, I really want to get married to him. But basically, my family really doesn't like him. Um, They just have some issues with him. They think that he's really condescending and rude because he's just, He's like a really smart guy and that's just kind of how he expresses himself, but I never take it as rude or condescending and I was just wondering what I can do to make them see what I see and I just want them to love him as much as I do so that I can get married to him and not feel like there's this awkwardness or tension with all these people that I love the most. So any advice you have would be wonderful. Thank you so,
1: so much. Thanks, Abby, for the voicemail. Uh, yes, I'm going to help you with that. What should you do if your family doesn't like your boyfriend? I'll tell you what to do next. Have you ever been in a situation where you introduce somebody to your parents or your family and didn't like them you know, like him or her, which is the case of Abby? You know, uh, her family thinks her boyfriend is condescending. Abby is defending her boyfriend for being smart, and she wants to know how she can make her family kind of love him the same way she loves them. But, Abby, this is the wrong approach. The easiest approach is for him, your boyfriend, to stop being condescending. Um, is to show respect. So don't worry about how your family feels. They love you. That's what matters. But I would tell my boyfriend, I said, listen, do me a favor. Uh, no smart you know, remark and, and just tone down a little bit the, even if you're super smart. Just, and then there's one thing I can't do for you is that I don't know how to make somebody like somebody else. So my advice is to listen, love this man, And tell this man, listen, when we are with my family, no smart remark. Just, you know, easy breezy respect. And then they'll love him. Just don't say anything to your parents at this stage. I would just, you know, tell your boyfriend to ease into it. That's my advice. Goes on next. Bonjour, Myra.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour. What's going on tonight? How can I help you?
0: So I had this really great first date with a guy. And he asked me out again at the end of the date, but he suggested Mm -hmm. that I maybe come over to his place and he make lunch. And I thought, well, Mm -hmm. it's a day date, so he's not expecting us to, you know, ooh-la-la. But when I talked to my girlfriends about it, they said, no, if a guy's inviting you over to his place for a meal, he probably is trying to get you to have Mm ooh-la-la. And I'm not really ready for that because this is only going to be our second date. And mm-hmm. I just want to know what you think. If I should go or if I should try to avoid making the date at his house?
1: Like um, yeah, yeah. It's a good question. Before we answer, how do you feel about the dude?
0: Oh, I really like him. But, you know, I'm still getting to know him. You can only learn so much about somebody on one date.
1: But did you feel the chemistry? You wanted to kiss? Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Okay, good. All right. So, listen, do um, you know what you say? Because, absolutely, now, this is very important. Most guys, 99% of men, when they like a girl, wants to hula la as soon as possible. That's the universal rule. It's not against the girls or the women. It's just the way it is. So then you decide the where, the when, and how. So my advice to you is not go to this place and reverse that by, listen, let me take you out to lunch. Let's go to a cafe. And then you excuse yourself saying, I know this great place I want you to, to discover with me. And you pick whatever you know. Place you like, or coffee, and then that will spin it out of his mind that you're not talking about the ulala or the lunch, but just you want him to discover one of your favorite, you know, local mm. hangout or restaurant or bar.
0: That's a good idea, and you don't think it's rude because he, you, you know, invited. Not him. at all.
1: This is date number two. This is date yeah, number two. Right. Listen, I'm a guy, and I've been dating a lot in my life. Let's be honest. If I like a girl the first day, I would like to ulala right away. It's true, <laughs> no lying. But it doesn't mean I'm upset or frustrated because it doesn't happen, you know, on the first second date. It just happens when it happens.
0: Yeah, that's true. Guys are always ready.
1: <laughs> always, and so therefore, just a nice cafe outside. I mean, plus it's very delicious and wonderful. So I would just say, you know what? I thought about. It. Let's have. Um, I would love to for you to discover this place. I like to hang out at or go. Or I've been wanting to go, and and he's not going to say no.
0: That's such a good idea. Thank you.
1: No problem, Mara. Listen, after all these years, I kind of know how to avoid the problem. And one of the number one situations is to not be in the unspoken. So if you feel not comfortable, don't go to his house yet.
0: Okay. Thanks,
1: Simon. All right. Enjoy the lunch. Thank you for calling. Good night, Mara.
0: Good night.
1: So last question. Have you ever felt like you were being used for the ooh-la-la? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever felt like you were being used for the ulala? You know, like somebody was really there for your very charming, romantic ulala. Um, I posted on my social media at Whatever Radio. Sixty-three percent of you said yes. Thirty-seven percent of you said no. I have never felt used for the ulala, and I wonder what man would you feel used for the ulala. I don't know the gender of when you guys vote, but it would be interesting, right? Anyway, 37% said no, 67% of you said yes, I feel I've been used for the oulala. Thank you so much for listening to me, et puis bonsoir.
0: The rendezvous with Simon Marcel.